Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Draco's Detour. A.K.A. when Harry starts to lose his mind. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog, love Wizard Team. have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm, and you can find the links at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. We also have Wizard Team merch, so head on over to our website and step up your nerd, fashion, and stationery game. Um, you can go to our website and in the menu tab, click merch. Boom. Um, and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes and everywhere else that you listen to your podcast. Yes. <laughs> and fill out our audience survey to give us feedback and ideas of what we're doing well, what you want to see more of, what we um, should focus on down the pipeline. It's um, available. We've been tweeting it out for the past couple of weeks. It's available on our website um, in the top bar, I guess. So super quick, five, take five minutes and really um, let us know what you think about what we're doing now and what we could do in the future. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe, and you can do that at blackgirlscreate.org as well. And now for Wizard Team News. We don't really have any news. Mm-mm. I was going to say um, in the, on Twitter today there was a really great um, clap back because Pottermore is going to Pottermore and they asked what's the worst cast or what's the worst spell a wizard can cast something like that the wording was better and someone was like Johnny Depp <laughs> well, what's the worst thing a witch or wizard could cast they also spelled worst wrong no. and someone responded Johnny Depp and I don't know if we talked about it but there was um, an article a few maybe a week ago now about Johnny Depp's behavior on set and it's just like I mean it goes for a different movie but yeah but it's just but still but yeah you know all of these all of these open doors to go you know what let's recast and go back to Colin Farrell (laughs) might as well other thing update I'm still playing this goddamn game. I stopped. It is, it is, yeah, I'm still playing. I just, I want to see it through. Like, I, I have my issues with it, but now it's at the point I where, like, Bill. I don't think I really had high hopes either. Like, I think I, I was like, it's a Harry Potter game. Cool. I don't really play a lot of games. So it wasn't like this. I wasn't like, oh my God, this game is coming out and we have to, I have to play it. It was like, it's Harry Potter. I'm going to check it out, whatever. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. I just I met Bill. I'm like, oh, let's see what see what's gonna happen in the future. It like I am very met about it. But every morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, my energy's full. 
let me go spend <laughs> it. Like, so. Um, I'm going to try to get back into it because I just, I do really want to meet Bill and I'm close to that. But yeah, I just kind of fell off because, and we kind of talked about this in our Weather Team Facebook group, if you haven't joined our Weather Team Facebook group, about how even the choices are preset for you. Yeah, you can't make <laughs> like, choices. You you don't really make choices. And so it's just a really like annoying. It's like very, thing. yeah, it's very much like you're, it's like, it's less of a, you get to make decisions on what you get to do. And that informs like the way that you interact with the world. It's like, no, you're set on this plot. Like it's, it's really like you're, you're on this set track and that's just how you're going to go. And we can pretend like you <laughs> aren't going to make it, yeah. but if you lose a duel, you'll get to do it again. If you like some, if you like, for if you don't get to this thing in time, you'll just have to start over. Like it's stuff that's annoying, but like you'll do it because you have to get, you have to pass it to get there. And it's not difficult to pass. It just requires that you remember to go back and do it. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I think I think once you kind of just accept that it, it's like it's like you're reading a book, but you have to like play a game to get pat through the plot or whatever. Like then it's fine. And also, yeah, and what it that- did help me do this this time was okay. like I realized that Hogwarts has had a Weasley there, like there for like f- at least fifteen years straight, like from yeah. from eighty. One, I want to say, to like ninety nine, so almost yeah. almost twenty years. There was never a Weasley. There was never not a Weasley at Hogwarts, which is which wild. Makes so much more sense about how the teachers and stuff interact with Ron and Ginny because, yeah. like, you know that you must be a Weasley thing. It's like, yeah, there's so many of them. So many. Cause I, cause you know, I met Bill and he mentioned, and he's like a fourth year at the part where you meet him. And then he mentioned Charlie and he's like, he's a second year like you. And I was like, holy shit. So that means that like Percy comes in only like, Percy's going to show up in like three years. And then Bill, and then Bill's going to leave. But then the twins come the, immediately after Bill leaves. So like, it's not like they get a break. It's break. just like they keep going. <laughs> Just as soon no as one leaves, breaks. another one comes. As soon as Charlie leaves, Ron comes. And it's just like, yep. damn, I can't <laughs> can't have one class with no Weasleys? No. Never. Nope. So that was entertaining this morning. I was like talking, I was like doing the game and then I stopped and I was like, wow. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of kids. All the Weasleys all the time. All the Weasleys. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing it helps me with too is like really appreciating games and writers of games, because when you, however, like, I don't know if they just had this in mind, or if they wanted to release it sooner, so the writer didn't have enough time, but, like, when you make choices in a game, it really does go off in all of these different directions, Mm -hmm. and so not being able to make the choice, I'm just like, ugh, (laughs) like, you know? Because I also think there are ways, because I think one of the kind of, like, flaws of the game is that it forces you to be a Gryffindor, so you get to choose your house, which I think was good. The fact, like, um, the fact that they didn't make you have to do a sorting situation, I think is good, but, and the problem is, if you want them to go on this plot where they're searching for this thing and, like, actively looking for this thing, a lot of it is, like, well, let's go do this, and if you're a Ravenclaw, you're not about to just go running it. For what reason? Why? Like, you may have a motivation to get there, but I think the, the problem that they have, or, like, there's a thing where they, um, like, the Ravenclaws are trying to get back at Slytherin, and it's like... And that makes and, and no it, and it, and One, sense. it doesn't make sense. Two, the, the story definitely, like, goes 
it, it doesn't really do much to complicate Slytherin at all. But I think part no. of the I think part of the thing is is that because of the plot, they don't they haven't they weren't able to think of a way to like make the plot make sense for different houses. So like if yeah. you're a Ravenclaw and like you're this cursed ice situation is happening, maybe you want to check it out for like research purposes, or maybe like, there could you be another reason, library. or maybe you just get swept <laughs> up in it and you have some yeah. Gryffindor friend who's like, hey, look, we're here. <laughs> like there's ways to do it where you still end up on that path, but I think the only because of the like options and choices you have it's often just like it's either do you want to do this and you say yes and then you go or you say no and then the person you're talking to is like who's also in your house is like well we'll never get a chance like this again and then you're like okay yeah you're right and then you just do it so then it's hard to it doesn't feel yeah like true to that but there are some depictions that are correct like snape is the worst um hagrid Hagrid is reckless as hell and just asks people to make potions. I'm like, why? Coming to me as a as a 12 year old to make you a potion when you could do- talk to any person on faculty. Like, talk I've to only an adult. seen Hagrid once, so I'm sure that's coming back up. But I was just like, sir. I only saw him like for a second in my first year, and I was like, I'm not gonna. If I'm gonna be a Gryffindor, why can't I go visit Hagrid? Right. But the other part about it too is like, there's a part where it's like you're going into the. Um, forbidden hallway or whatever where the ice is, mm-hmm. where there's cursed ice. And, like, Marilla is there, and that girl needs to calm she's so down. Jeez. But then she's like, you're not gonna... I'm gonna do this, or whatever. And, like, you're standing behind McGonagall and Snape. And I'm just thinking to myself, why am I here? Yes, yes. Why when I go I in, and I'm thinking, here? like, I'm gonna go save my friend. Oh, there are teachers here. Why am I still sitting here? Like, okay, cool. They got it. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. I'm 12 years old. So let's let the adults handle it. I'm literally 12 in this game. I'm 12. (laughs) So let me go mind my business and like, I'll go visit my homie when he gets out. But I know that the teachers got it because they're teachers. Um, right. And then something that uh, Maggie brings up in the chat is that it's also strange that the traits that they uh, that they reward align with all houses except for Slytherin. So, and I noticed that too. So they have courage, empathy, yeah. and knowledge. So it's like how you level up when you like accumulate points or whatever. And there's nothing for like there's nothing for Slytherin. So but there's also like this, and this just is a thing that bothers me because I'm a hyper empathetic person. I guess is how it's been explained to me by medical professionals but like they use empathy wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. like you're like you made so and so feel better you get empathy points right like that's not what that is but okay like can it just be like friendship points or i don't Mm -hmm. know but there's all these like little things that i just really wanted to like i love being in class and so i i did like kind of stop playing the story and just because you can keep going to charms class i was gonna say because i realized (laughs) at one point i was like oh you can just go to the classes and then you just get points like that's also how you level up you just go to the class and you do it and also if you don't like if you forget it if you forget to like do it and go back to it it's fine because it's not like it's a part of the game you're just like oh whatever i got like this many points instead of like the other part so it's it's like it's fine like i don't it's not a it doesn't like make me up it doesn't like actively make me mad it occasionally makes me sigh in exasperation but like it's not like i'm still playing it yeah this just so. made me go back in and open it up again so yeah we'll it's a, yeah it's like a it's 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 fine 
Like I'm year two, chapter three. Okay. And I feel like I'm I got on, to year two. I'm on two. chapter six, so like we're you're not that far. Yeah. I feel like I got to year two very fast because I was playing it all the time. Yeah. And then I was just like, this is dumb. And it took me a while <laughs> to get through chapter, get through year one. But now I just yeah. like, I want to go to Hogsmeade and I want to learn how to apparate when in, in sixth year. And I just want to like learn how to I do wanna stuff. I want to go to the Allery. That's the other thing. It's like the locked places that yeah. you can't go yet. And I'm like, like I want to do defense against the dark arts. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I do. I want to know who the who the, who the professor, professor is. is yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that is a thing that's keeping me going. I guess. Yeah. Also, what I've learned too is don't waste time. And then we should get into the actual Harry Potter books. But um, there are all of these, like, extra energies that you can get. And if your energy is full, don't get them. Yeah. Because it doesn't give you more energy. No. If you buy them, then they'll let you go above your limit. So, like, the three times I bought energy, because, you know, things happen. Mistakes were made. Um <laughs> They will like so if you buy it or if you or if you get like because I know at the beginning of um like when you pass or it's like if you get first place in the world in the uh, house cup then they'll give you a hundred gems which basically they're just guaranteeing like they give you a hundred gems at the end of the thing because you're gonna win you know what I mean like yeah it's a part of the plot um so it's like free gems and then if you just like spend all those gems on energy it'll let you go above your limit. But if you just go and, like, pick up the free energy, it won't. Yeah. All right. Ariana said Bill Weasley is a bestie, so you guys have all... Yeah, Bill's cool. I'm going back in. I'm going back in to meet Bill. Bill's That's cool. That's what was keeping me going. And then Tonks in third year, so, like, you know. What? Yeah. We okay. get to meet Tonks, too. I don't know if we get to meet Charlie, and that would seem weird. That seems weird, because um, so far he's only been mentioned. But he's in you our year. So it seems like we might meet Charlie at some point, but who knows? And we can date. That would be great. Maybe. <laughs> Don't know about Doubt all that. It, but yeah. <laughs> in my head, we'll be dating. But like, here's my boyfriend, Charlie. <laughs> my Gryffindor boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that is our news, is that we have thoughts about this game. Bayana's still playing it. Robin's going to get back on the horse so she can meet Bill and make a dumb potion for Hagrid. Yeah. When Hagrid came up to me talking about, I need you to make the fire breathing potion, I was like, I don't even know what that is. Actually, my character, I'm pretty sure I said, I don't know what that is. And then I personally said, why don't you go ask Snape or just any other adult? When you said that Hagrid comes up to you making the fire, can you make the fire breathing potion? I immediately thought, Hagrid, no, what are you doing? I'm like, Hagrid, why? Why? Hagrid, Haggard, why? You don't need it. And it's and it's one of those things you, where like I, it's one of, it. yeah, it's one of those things where it's it's not even the game being dumb. It's like not nah, Haggard would really ask somebody to do some dumb shit like that. Like a child would be like, "Can you make this potion for me?" So I can't even be mad at the game. That's just Haggard. Yep. Like, please chill. <laughs> All right. So previously on Wizard Team, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, um, they treated Flim. You mean Terribly. Floor? Floor? Jeez. I was thinking well, the title. Well, so first, Harry goes to the borough and he yes. finds out that Floor and Bill are getting married. Yes. And none of the women in the house like Floor. And so I'm also just realizing like that Floor. Well, no, I guess not. Bill had 
Bill's not that much. He's probably like three years older than her. Two years older than her. Um. Ooh. Okay. Math. So. She's at least Bill 17. is two years older than Charlie, who is seven years older than Ron. So nine years older than so Bill is nine years older than Ron, and Floor was seventeen when they were. So he's she's six. He's six years older than Floor. Not that bad. Not at like a certain age. Although, granted, like at this point, yeah. she's like she was seventeen, so she's like nineteen. She's like nineteen. Yeah, and he's yeah. so that's a little meh, like I meh, don't really trust it. I have like a thing like when like until you are like over twenty one. Yeah, over twenty one. Then like do what you want as long as it's like up. But <laughs> you're yeah, nineteen is too close to eighteen, and like I'm sure like seventeen is their like. That's when you become a, uh, when an, adult, an adult, but also yeah. like it's still really close, and it just makes me feel icky. But I'm sure they it's love also, each other, and it's it's also like I don't know, it's magic. I, they're they're also like supposed to be kind of more backwards, so middle mid mid eastern, not mid eastern. Come on, Robin, middle ages, right? Like that's kind of where their yeah society is. Um. And then they were getting married at, like, 13, 14, so... Yeah. And also, again, they, like, even Molly brought up the, the like, Voldemort situation. The, People, yeah. yeah. Like, Voldemort's around, they're like, well, I don't marriage. know what's gonna happen, so might as well get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of factors. Um, but yeah, six years older. Which is not too, He's, like, 25. Yeah. Not terrible, but could be Still better. Both too young to be getting married, but we've talked about that, and... Well... Oh, well. Uh, I mean, yes, like, but also I'm just thinking, like, my parents got married at 22, so. My, I mean, my mom had me and my, me and my brother at 25, Yeah, so. so. I don't think it's too young for, but it, it's, it's young. For me, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. That's just, no, same. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly neither of us would wait, do Wait, what? Okay, wait, no, never mind. We're still on the game yeah. in the yeah. chat. Um, okay, so also um, the results of uh, their OWLs came in. So Harry got nine, uh, no, no, no. He got seven owls. Ron got seven. Hermione got nine. Or actually, no, just kidding. I wrote it down. She got more than nine. She got 11. No, she got 10 owls and they got She got 10. Seven. They got seven. She got ten. Um, and, of course, she got, like, all O's except for one. It, it exceeds expectations in Physics of Dark Arts. And, and she's sad about it. <laughs> I don't think, I, that's just a little bit salty, but also I think she, like, it's one of those things where, like, you work yourself up to thinking you're going to fail everything, and then you don't, and then you're just kind of sitting there like, oh, right. Like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It It happens. So yeah, so that's it. I didn't Harry's, say salty, I just said sad. Harry's but, sad yeah. because um, he thinks that his chances of becoming an R is gone um, because he didn't get the required grade for potions. So he's like, gotta figure out what I'm going to do next. Okay, so chapter six. Draco's detour. So they spend um, a bunch of time in the 
he's at the borough for you know the next few weeks he plays quidditch with the weasleys and hermione um he eats triple helpings of everything mrs weasley gives him and it would have been a peaceful and it would have been a peaceful holiday had it not been for the stories of disappearances odd accidents even deaths of appear um even deaths appearing almost daily in the prophet um and sometimes from bill and mr weasley as well so like they're you know they're having their summer but also voldemort is still out here so there's like terrible things happening everywhere so it's hard to like like fully enjoy yourself when you know that like death and destruction is happening around you yeah um it's also oh well i guess i'll let you get there first (laughs) oh (laughs) skipping ahead already yeah so then uh during harry's 16th birthday the remus came through with some bad news uh about there being more dementor attacks um, so really quickly about Remus, he looks gaunt and grim and his brown hair was streaked, was streaked liberally with gray, his clothes more ragged and patched than ever. Somebody give Remus a hug and some new clothes and like a good meal for the next like 10, 15 nap. years. And a nap. I just feel like naps are very important. They are. They are very much so. Yeah, so there have been a couple of Dementor attacks, um, and they found uh, Igor Kakarov's body in a shack up north. The dark mark was set over it. Um, so just, like, reminder, Karkaroff from Goblet of Fire. So he was on the run for a little over a year. Which, you know, that's a, that's a feat. Right. I mean, so they say, you know, there's a price he even lasted that long after he ran out on the Death Eaters. And I think one of the things that's interesting to think about with Karkaroff is that he... He was toast either way, right? So he would either go back and answer the Dark Lord's call and get got because he turned on all of them mm-hmm. or um, be on the run and get got because he turned on all of them. So there wasn't really, unless he could have like gotten under like Dumbledore's protection or the ministry or the Bulgarian ministry's protection, like there wasn't really like that much he could do. No unless he was an anime guy and lived life as a rat for the next 13, 14 years. But he didn't think to do that, so. Oh, well. So he Goodbye. got that. Um, uh, Remus says that he's surprised that Harkaroff was able to stay alive for a year after deserting the Death Eaters and that Sirius' brother Regulus only managed a few days as far as he can remember. Aha! 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 Um, and then... Mrs. Weasley tries to change the subject because she's like, this is a birthday party. (laughs) Like, I get it, but we're celebrating life here. Um, But instead, Bill brings up that Florian Fortescue, who used to run the ice cream place in Diagon Alley, um, has disappeared um, and that he was dragged off. No one knows why, guessing that he probably upset them somehow, upset the Death Eaters. And then Mr. Weasley says that Ollivander is also gone. And it doesn't look like there was a sign of a struggle. No one knows if he left voluntarily or was kidnapped. So I'm sure what happened is that he just came in and was like, we're here on Voldemort's orders. Either you come with us or die. And he was like, wow, I'd rather not mess up all the wands. I spent so much time memorizing. So I'll just go. Um, But also this Mm -hmm. shows that Voldemort is already looking for the Elder Wand at this point. Like he's looking for a way to defeat Harry. Um, And that's why he has Ollivander. It's because he needs to know more about like, yeah, about wand lore. Do you remember why they took Fortescue? 
No, I don't think they, I don't think they actually said. Which I think is kind of the okay. point. I think it's kind of the point that like yeah, you don't like really disappear. Yeah. Um, it's also like an interesting thing because you know. Again, I'm reminded of our current situation with he who must not be named. Um, but even when you're trying to like. It's like one of those things when you go to dinner or something with people that you work with and you're like, we're not going to talk about work. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about work. Yep. You know, like, because it's so like, it's such a huge, like, weight on everyone's shoulders right now. And they're trying to also just like figure out, you know, with Ollivander, it's pretty like a simple thing, right? Which is. They don't know about the older one, but they do know that he's the best wand maker. And if he, if the Death Eaters have him, then like that's bad, mm-hmm. you know, because they're going to be having the best wands. Right. Um, but like figuring out like what the game plan is, what does this disappearance mean? Does it mean anything? And like this just overall sense of terror and like things aren't really making sense, but you're trying to make sense out of all of that madness is like very relatable yeah yeah for sure so then the day after the birthday tea um harry finds out that he's been made quidditch captain um hermione says that that gives him equal status with prefects which i don't understand how and what the system is how yeah why (laughs) that's really mine i was like (laughs) what is the system like it's already ridiculous and dean obviously should have been given prefect in what in their little birthday letter or not in their hogwarts letters which is what they get um and book lists and stuff ron should say hey ron your prefect status has been revoked and dean should say hey sorry about last year you're now the prefect yeah i knew this was happening i knew this was gonna come up when we got this, but yes. But also, it's one of these really weird things where it's like the one of the perks is like getting to use the bathroom, and yes, like door, like dorm room living and um, boarding school stuff. Like that is a luxury, I'm sure, mm-hmm. especially because we see how nice the pre- we've seen how nice the prefect's bathroom is. But it's also like there are only like eight people using it right. as opposed to everybody else mm-hmm. um or however many people are in gryffindor which we don't really know doesn't seem like that many but i mean it's more than in the prefect's bathroom right it's more than in the prefect's bathroom so um i always thought like okay that as a reward does make sense because i'm just remembering back to when i was living in the dorms um but when you're in school and you get made a prefect, you're getting made a prefect for, like, overall, like, you know, demeanor and how you behave in class and, like, what your marks are. Well, allegedly. And allegedly. That's true, because Ron is a prefect. Mm-hmm. But you're a Quidditch captain. That just means you're good at Quidditch. Yep. Yep. Okay. So... I mean, you know, he's good. He's a Quidditch captain, so maybe he just needs better bubbles to wash off all the dirt from playing Quidditch or something. Maybe that's why. Wizards for actual showers and hygiene was like, Harry Potter needs access to the prefect's bathroom, so let's make him Quidditch captain. Apparently. Yeah. Um, really quickly, just back to Fortescue real quick. Um, um, in the chat, Amani says that 
J.K. Rowling originally planned to have Fortescue have information on the Hollows, um, but then couldn't get the story to work. And then Maggie says it makes sense since he was the one who helped who helped Harry with his history of magic homework back in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. So it was like originally a plan, and then it didn't work out, so she just kind of left it, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it still works even if like it doesn't have any like deeper situation for plot. Um. Okay. So then, uh, Mrs. Weasley says that they'll go to Diagon Alley on Saturday as long as Mr. Weasley doesn't have to work again because she's not going there without him. And then Ron says, Mom, do you honestly think you know who's going to be hiding behind a bookshelf and flourishing blots? Fortescue and Ollivander went on holiday, did they? Said Mrs. Weasley. If you think security's a laughing matter, you can stay behind and I'll get your things myself. <laughs> like, she is not having it. She is stressed she out. She is, as well. and Ron and Ron's just trying to make and a Ron joke. Is not helping. Ron's trying to make a joke, yeah. and I get it. Like, but also, not the time. It's just, but it's also like not. You have to know who you're joking with. Like, if she, if he would have turned to like Harry and said that under his breath, cool. Mm-hmm. But like to say it to Molly, who has taken to walking around with the Weasley clock, like, no, yeah, <laughs> no, not okay. No. Um, so yeah, so then Mrs. Weasley is mad, and so Ron's like, you can't even make a joke around here anymore, but he was careful, he was careful to not make any more jokes about it around his mom, which, at least she learned. And then, uh, the Saturday morning, Bill passes, uh, Harry a a full bag of money, um, and Ron goes, where's mine? And then Bill says, that's already Harry's idiot. I got it out of your vault for you, Harry, because it's taking what? It's taking about five you hours fuck. for the public to get their gold at the moment, and the goblins have tightened security so much. Um, two days ago, Archie Philpot had a probity probe stuck up his... Well, trust me, this way's easier. So, shout like, pour one out for Archie Philpot. But also, how... Anybody can just go in and just take money out just it like just withdrawing like crazy. Well, didn't like, Crookshanks <laughs> buy Harry's broom <laughs> with Sirius's money? And no one well, thought, he, hmm, this is curious. He, he dropped off he dropped off the paper. But I'm saying which, he dropped the paper, which first of all, the cat's dropping off the mail and you're not like, what's happening here? Then right. they say the mail is I want to get money out of from Sirius, and y'all aren't thinking like maybe we should block this since he's on the run. Maybe right, you know, maybe we maybe we shouldn't allow Sirius access to his own money. Right, and maybe don't let him buy things for Harry Potter, who we know he's or it's rumored to be that he's after. Yeah, but the Wizarding World makes no sense. I'm just really upset about the fact that. Charlie nonchalantly is like, it's already his money. I just got it for him. Like, no, you weren't no going to tell security. me. I didn't have to write a note. I didn't have to give permission. Nope. Like, if if maybe if Molly or Arthur did it, maybe. But there should be some kind of way be, like, to be like contacts or something. Yeah. But I think just because it's, it's widely known that the Weasleys are like Harry hangs out with the Weasleys, so any Weasley goes into and it's like I need to get to Harry Potter's vault. Especially if you work there, then somehow. I guess. It's weird. And then we have to go on this whole charade about how Gringotts is impenetrable and they have to break in next book when they really could have just been like, I'm just going to Harry Potter's vault. Not even Harry Potter's vault. Bellatrix's vault. I need to get to Bellatrix's vault. 
just to get some money for her. She asked me to. Oh, if you want to call her, you can. But, like, I feel like it's going to take too long. If you, like, yeah. send it out. Like, go ahead and do that if you want to. But, like, let me just go in there. Let me grab what I need to get. And then we could be on our way. Call I'll bring way. it to her. Yeah. I was just saying Harry Potter's vault because, obviously, we've set the precedent that any and everybody can get into Harry Potter's vault. Well, <laughs> Sirius got into his vault. Or, or Crookshanks got into Sirius's vault. I don't know how that works, but... But didn't it's multiple last vaults. year um, Molly went and got money for him or something, or Hagrid did. Maybe. Because like, he was like, you stay here, I'll go get whatever. Yeah. I'm sure it's so, happened more than once. I just can't remember. Yeah. But like, yeah. So. It's weird. It don't make no sense. It's weird. Um, Bayana, you do not have access to my vault. There ain't no money in my vault, but you don't have access to you. That's fine. My lack of funds. I don't need them, so it's cool. I'll be broke over here. Oh, and then um, Maggie makes the point of, like, how, how did he know how much to withdraw for Harry? Right. They just given him a whole bunch of extra money. Well, I guess I guess part of it is that they got the booklet, like, the, the book list before that Saturday. So maybe Bill saw that and could just, like, kind of calculate and then got a little bit extra for, like, when he's at. But that... Fun. Is something that I just made up, so that could not be correct. Yep. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, okay, so Floor says he's always so thoughtful. Um, and he uh, she strokes Bill on the nose, and Jenny mimes vomiting into her cereal. Harry chokes on his cornflakes, and I'm like, is is this what we're how we're supposed to know? That, this was their moment. This was their yeah. moment. This is their connection. Mm-hmm. They get along so well. They laugh at each other's yeah. jokes. They're gonna be married forever. Like it's supposed to be their moment before like chapter like ten or something wild. Now I'm like looking to see when we find out about Harry's little panther thingy. Not his panther. What is it? I don't know. Something that rages. In Something's his chest. purring in his chest. I think it purrs. It purrs. Yeah. It's a cat. It's a kitty cat. Maybe it's a lion. It's Crookshanks purring in his chest. <laughs> Hermione is the sound of his conscience. Crookshanks is the sound of his other thing. Yeah. I think it's in Hermione's helping hand. So chapter 11. Right? Because I feel like it's at the end. Then Ron's like, you're terrible. Maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We'll get there and we'll talk about it when we get there. Anyways. We'll groan when we get there. I just, the point was, is that they it hasn't even been set up in the first six chapters of the book that he has a crush on her. So, and there's only 30 chapters in this book. It's one of the shorter books. Like, God, like, what? Anyways. <laughs> So they're able to get the ministry cars again because of Harry. He's been given top grade security status and they'll be joined by additional security at the Leaky Cauldron. Harry is not too excited about this idea, but then they find out the extra security means Hagrid. So then he's cool. Um, Hagrid, maybe Hagrid will ask him to brew a fire breathing potion and then drink it apparently because that's what Ariana said happens. I haven't gotten that far, (laughs) but that's what Ariana said happens in the game. So. Yeah, Hagrid should not. Why? Like, I keep. I was gonna say he shouldn't be like trusted around kids, but like literally none of them. No one at Hogwarts. Shut Hogwarts down. Everyone get homeschooled. 
Yeah. It's safer. Amani's killing me putting in the Perry in his mind. Like, that, it's going to be a problem. The monster in Terry's chest is going to be a problem. <laughs> like, every time I... Like, every time I... Amani just put the quote in the thing, and I just immediately feel gross. Like, I'm just like, no. <laughs> I just... Ugh. It's just bad. Unbidden... Ca- but unbidden into his mind came an image of that same deserted corridor with himself kissing Ginny instead. The monster in his chest purred. Yuck. Ugh. 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 Even the way that it's written. Ugh. 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 Vocabulary. No. 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 Yeah. Um, um, Maggie wants to point out that at Universal Orlando, when Gringotts, Gring, Gringotts opened, the line was also five hours long. And I might have to go to Florida, and I'm really upset about it. Oh, news. <laughs> Check out PBS's The Great Read with our well, wizard team teammate. Technically, that happened Aliana. yesterday, so I don't know if. But you can still get it on demand. Okay, cool. That's all. I just wanted to make sure because that's why I didn't say anything or put it in there because I don't know time and I don't have like a real television. So I don't have a real television either. So I was like, we're going to live tweet it. And then I thought, can we live tweet it? I don't think it? we can. <laughs> I don't think we can. I can live tweet it the next day on demand. Yeah. Yeah. But shout out to Eliana for being on PBS and Hermione series and watch season two when it drops soon. I'm not jealous at all. (laughs) Um, Not even a little bit. Okay. So uh, Hagrid's like, just like old times in it. See, the ministry wanted to send a bunch of R's, but Dumbledore said, I do. Don't see how. Like, I mean, maybe for Harry's comfort, but like. Bet you a bunch of R's would be better. Yeah. Um, so then they go to the Leaky Cauldron, which was, uh, for the first time in Harry's memory, completely empty. Only Tom is in there, and he, you know, want, he's like, he sees people, and he's like, yo, what yes. can I do for you? And Hagrid's like, sorry. Sit down, have a seat. Yeah. Be our guest. <laughs> and and Hagrid's like, sorry, Hogwarts business. We're just passing through. And so they go into Diagon Alley. Um, which had changed. The colorful glittering window displays of spell books, potion ingredients, and cauldrons were lost to view, hidden behind large Ministry of Magic posters that had been pasted all over them. Most of them were somber purple posters carry, um, carrying blown-up versions of the security advice on the Ministry pamphlets um, that had been sent out over the summer, and others bore moving black-and-white photographs with Death Eaters known to be on the loose. Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor is, blo- is boarded up, as are like a few other windows of other places. Um, a lot of shabby-looking stalls have sprung up along the streets. Um, the nearest one is selling amulets that are f- supposedly effective against werewolves, dementors, and inferi. One of the wizards shows comes up and is like, "One for your pretty little girl to uh, to Mrs. Weasley," and says, "Protect her pretty neck." And Mr. Weasley gets upset because he's like, "Y'all out here s- selling like fake." counterfeit products that you know they're illegal um and mrs weeks is like yeah let's not arrest people while we try to buy our kids school supplies let's just table that for monday just you know take mental notes mm-hmm. they'll probably be here when you get back i think it's also really interesting that we don't see mundungus i was like ex- i every time the scene happens i expect to hear and then they spotted Mundungus <laughs> with his own cart. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like, hey guys, how's it going? Want, want some of these cauldrons or no? Nope. No? Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. 
Um, don't um don't mind these these things that look vaguely familiar like they were in Grandma Place. They just are knockoffs. Mm-hmm. So never mind. Keep moving. <laughs> so Mrs. Weasley says we should go to Madame Malkin's first because Hermione wants new dress robes and Ron's showing too much ankle in his school robes and Harry must need some too. Mr. Weasley's like, we don't all need to go to Madame Malkin's because we don't all need robes. So why don't we split up? Um, so the trio goes with Hagrid and then Jenny goes with, uh, her parents, which seems like that sucks for her. I mean, not cause like she probably gets to get a couple, like not really extra stuff cause it's the Weasleys and they don't have a lot of money, but like if you get to be the only, you know, you're the only kid who goes with your parents, they might slide you a little something, but also like she has to go with the adults and then they go with Hagrid. Because Hagrid is definitely not an no. adult, as we have we've already discussed. He's definitely not an adult. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I've always been the kid that like loved going with my parents and not with the other kids. I don't know what that says about me. Something I'm sure, but like, um, one yes, you got to get other stuff, but then it was also just like nice. It's quiet. Yeah, they don't bother you. Yeah. I mean, I was always the last to get out of the car when it was time to go to the park, so. Like, my my uh, sister would immediately jump out. My dad always talks about how my sister, we'd park, and my sister would run out, and then my brother would kind of, like, amble on, and then I'd be there, I'd be sitting there like, uh, do I have to? <laughs> and then by the time I got there, I still talk by about- the time I got there, Icky already made friends. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm gonna be over here, sitting on the bench sitting. with my book. <laughs> Have fun. I still laugh about the fact that when I was younger, getting in like on punishment or whatever, you know, your parents like go inside, go to your room. Mm-hmm. My mom was always like, go outside. And yeah. Like, do I have to? My dad made me do that once. I was pissed. I couldn't even bring I my book like, outside. Out I was like, I'll sit outside. Just let me bring my book. Yeah. Like, let me just. Yeah. Like, fine. Sun is fine. I don't care about that. But like, what am I gonna? What is there to do outside? Nothing. What am I gonna? What are you gonna do out here? It's like, what? Why would? What Talk is there to do? Him? I literally just sat Talk down to... on the bench outside the house. Like, I was just sitting there, mad. It's like I'm not gonna play. Why would I want to play? I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Be here, so I don't know what to tell you. I was the. I was literally one of the oldest kids. I was just like, you want me to go play with them? They're they're adolescents. Like I'm like I mean not like when I was little or the young ones right always cracks me up when she says that the little kids what are you it's what happens when you go to a school where the oldest child is six <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're a big kid um, okay so they go into Madame Malkins and they realize that Draco's there. Um, and he's saying, and this is interesting, it's a parallel to uh, Sorcerer's Stone, because when Harry goes to Madame Malkins for the first time, Draco's in there. Um, yeah. And he's there by himself, which is interesting, because this time, he's there with his mom, and Draco's like, I'm not a child, in case you haven't noticed, I'm perfectly capable of doing my shopping alone, which, he did it at 11, so I would guess, like, he probably is. Yeah, but as we've seen... Um, in the first chapter, or second chapter of the book, Narcissa ain't letting that child out Mm-mm. of her sight. Not till he gets on the it's train. It's the same thing with, like, it's on a, it's weird, weirdly similar to what Molly Weasley's going through, except you would think that as 
being Death Eater adjacent, they'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, the Weasleys are blood traders. They're definitely getting got, right? But, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's really... It, it is weird. So, like, Madame Malkin is like, now, dear, your mother is quite right. None of us are supposed to go wandering around on our own anymore. It has nothing to do with being a child. So, like, Madame Malkin... Doesn't know or is in denial. I think she's in denial, which we'll get there because, like, later on, I'm like, girl, please. But she's in. Well, she's also she's in denial. Measuring his robes, does she not see the new tattoo he's sporting or not? No. Um. So yeah. So there's. I guess you don't have to take your shirt off if you're getting robes. Maybe I don't know. Um. But yeah, like, so she's a little, she's a little obtuse at the, to be honest. But like, but also, it's just funny that they're like. No one should be go walking alone, but it's also like who if the Death Eaters came, like they're not gonna do nothing to me. I'm fine. If I was by myself, I'd be like, oh hey, do you know where my dad is right now? Hey auntie, (laughs) I know you know who we are. Literally say hey auntie, (laughs) and then join the Death Eaters. Like it wouldn't be an issue. So I I do understand Draco's frustration because he's like, this is a farce. Like why are we even? But Narcissa is like, this isn't a farce. You're my son, and I love you, and I'll make sure nobody like, you know, messes messes with you you or kills you or whatever. Ugh, this whole scene so, makes me so annoying. So then uh, Draco notices Harry, Ron, and Hermione and says, if you're wondering what the smell is, mother, a mudblood just walked in. So just want to put it right here. He's benched. Some people, but people also, are tripping in here, I, but out here using slurs and not about that life. So I just wrote in Dumbledore's Diagon Alley. You're going to throw that word around. Just, because right now it's like, it's not... It's one of those things where it's like after a you know like a terrorist attack or whatever like even people who are like racist and prejudiced like have some not, like recognition that it's not a good time to show your racism you know what I mean like it's just it's not fashionable I guess right. you know what I mean like it's like if you know I don't know someone walked up. I, actually, I guess that did happen. Ugh, I hate people. I was going to say if someone walked up to that high school, you know, toting, waving around a gun, oh. like, right after the, the shooting, but that happened. Because people are the worst. But anyway, like, but at least most people are like, really, dude? Like, right now? Really? Like, even gun lobbyists and what nuts and stuff like that were probably like, I mean, that's just a bad look. That's tacky. <laughs> right. So. No. And then Madame Malkin's like, I don't think there's any need, any need for any language like that. And I don't want wands job drawn in my shop either because Harry and Ron both drew their wands. And Hermione's like, nah, fam, let's not. Pretend we did. Uh, and then Malfoy's like, yeah, like you dare do magic out of school. Who blacked your eye, Granger? I want to send them flowers. Might as well just go ahead and send them the Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. <laughs> Give the we give the Weasley some more, you know, some, some coins. coins. That's quite enough, Madame Malkin uh, said sharply, and then looked to Narcissa Malfoy and is like, "Please, like, get your kid together, get your bands." Malfoy, uh, Narcissa says, "Put those away. If you attack my son again, I shall ensure that it is the last thing you ever do." Really said Harry, going to get a few Death Eaters pal- Death Eater pals to do to mm, words, going to get a few Death Eater pals to do us in. Are you? And then Madame Malkin squeals and clutches her heart. Really, you shouldn't accuse. Dangerous thing to say. Accuse? She is married <laughs> to a Death Eater who is literally an Azkaban right now. Where like, is her husband? Proof. 
Like, and her son literally just called this girl a mudblood. And you're all talking about accusations. Her sister is a Death Eater. Like, well-known, widely known that they're related. And you're talking about accusations. They look alike. Girl. Right. Don't you see the resemblance between this woman's face and a woman's face that's on all, all the posters, posters right outside? outside? Right across your <laughs> shop, girl. Right across the shop. Come on. I also wanted to say I really appreciate the way that you put on what you, like, Harry's voice of, really? <laughs> like Because that's how he sounds. That's how, in my head, he's like, oh, really? Okay. Oh, That's really? Cute. Um, I I wrote the note. Sassy Harry remains the best oh, Harry, yeah. even when he's out of pocket. He still has time for a clapback. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Amani says, or no, I guess I'll start. Ariana says, "Could Narcissa be a black mama? Her husband is locked Damn. up. It works on so many levels. Wow." Y'all are trash. <laughs> I wish I hadn't checked in on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Narcissa says, I see that being Dumbledore's favorite has given you a false sense of security, Harry Potter, but Dumbledore won't always be there to protect you. Harry looked mockingly all around the shop and said, wow, look at that. He's not here now. So why don't have a go? <laughs> they might be able to find a double cell in Azkaban with your loser of a husband. <laughs> Like, you can't be talking to adults like this, but also, like, go go ahead. Do you. Right. <laughs> like, prosper. I mean, it, it, it's, it's like one of those things, right, where you're just like, I would say something, but you right. Yeah. She trash. You're correct. Her daddy. Her, so. her husband trash. She trash. The whole family They're trash. They're all trash. Um, don't you dare talk to my mother like that, Potter, said Malfoy. It's all right, Draco, said Narcissa. I expect Potter will be reunited with Dear Sirius before I am reunited with Lucius. Harry raises his wand higher because you are in a... Why are all these adults so awful? Like, who talks to children like, like this? This this boy is your son's age. That's your cousin! That's your cousin, also. and that boy is your son's age. You talking to your son like that? Don't talk to my son like... Don't talk to my son like that. Don't lay a finger on my son. But let me turn around and say some god-awful shit to you. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that my husband had a hand in the killing of your parents and your goddaddy. My sister killed your godfather. My, my sister killed your godfather. So, there's that. And I helped set up the trap. Because mm-hmm. Creature did go to both mm-hmm. of them. So... So Hermione stops Harry from attacking, um, and then Madame Malkin tries to go back to normal. She goes to Malfoy. I think the left sleeve could come up a bit more, dear. Let me just ouch, bellowed Malfoy, slapping your hand, hair, mm, slapping her hand away. Watch where you're putting your pins, woman. Mother, I don't think I want these anymore. He pulled off the robes and threw them on the floor. You're right, Draco said Narcissa. Now I know what kind of scum that shops here will do better at Twilfit and Tattings. So. A couple things. Um, she, she reaches for the left sleeve, and that's uh, it's because. And Where Harry is? says it in a couple chapters, and everybody's like, "Harry, just shut up!" But he's also correct. That's real. It's this is a weird book where you just want him to stop, even though he's right. So it's because Draco has a dark mark there and doesn't want Madame Malkin to see it. And then Narcissa yeah. just decides that she's going to be a terrible person too, um, and doesn't want to shop there anymore because Muggleborn shop there. So they leave. Uh, 
When I like really want to know what happens after they ditch Voldemort and have to come back to, or try to come back to Wizarding Society, and she want to go get like a nightgown or, or a gown or something and try to walk into Madame Mal- Malkins. I want her to be like, "Bitch, you thought." Mm-hmm. But Madame Malkins Sorry, seems real, like non-confrontational and very like she's she's like, "Well, really," and then. After that, she's, like, distracted during the fitting for Ron and Harry's robes, tries to tell her mighty wizard's robes, and when she finally got them out, she's, like, glad that they're gone. So it's like she's blaming them. When Drake, well, when they walked like in and Draco immediately came at them, came at Hermione with a slur. Like, they didn't even say anything. Right. So. Yeah. She's one of those. Um, Better to have peace than justice. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> Um, and then they go uh, with Hagrid to meet Mr. Miss, Mrs. or Mrs. Weasley and Jenny. Um, and then they go they go to the apothecary in Ilops. Um, Harry and Ron don't get anything at the apothecary because they're not taking potions anymore. And but they do get stuff at Ilops Owl Emporium for Hedwig and Pig. Um, and then they go off to Weasley's Wizard Weezes. Um, set against the dull poster muffled shop fronts around them Fred and George's window hit like an hit the eye like a fireworks display the left hand window was dazzlingly dazzlingly full of an assortment of goods that revolved popped flashed bounced and shrieked Harry's eyes began to water just looking at it the right handed window was covered in a gigantic poster purple like the like those of the ministry but emblazoned with flashing yellow letters why are you worried about you know who you should be worried about you know poo, the constipation sensation that's gripping the nation. Um, I love them so much. Harry, all of my notes for this section of the thing are I love them. I love them. Yeah, so much. they're so. So Mrs. Weasley is like terrified. She's like, they'll be murdered in their beds, and Ron's like, no, they won't. This is brilliant. So it's it's she's worried because she's like, you're making light of a situation, and, and she thinks that Voldemort will come in like you know poo, Avada Kedavra, but. Ron's like, nah, it's just funny. Also, I mean, she's not wrong because no. he was a pillar assault because nobody came to Albania. So making a constipation joke out of his name. <laughs> but again, they're Weasley, so they're already going to be dead for sure. Right. They ain't right. safe. Don't really matter. Just might as well, you know, ball out while you can. So they go into the shop. Harry sees uh, skiving snack boxes. The nosebleed nougat was the most popular. Um, there are bins of trick wands, boxes of quills, which came in self-inking, spell-checking, and smart answer varieties. Self-inking is Can basically a say, pen, right? Thank you. Okay. My note. They are selling pens. Yeah. Ballpoint pens with a feather mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, Amani says uh, that Fred and George are throwing snowballs at Voldemort's face in their third year, so they've been on his list and might as well lean into it. <laughs> Basically, at this point, it's not untrue. It's, it's true. Know, like, just go. Just if you're gonna do it, it you know, like go hard or go home. All out of control. Like, right. you might as well just do it. Commit. And then there's also their reusable hangman, uh, patented, patented, patented. Wow. Patented. Daydream charms. Patented. Patented. I can say it regularly, but for some reason reading it, it just doesn't, like... 
it's not, not working. working, but it's fine. Y'all know what I'm saying. So the daydream charms are one simple incantation and you will enter a top quality, highly realistic 30 minute daydream, easy to fit into the average school lesson and uh, virtually under undetectable. Side effects include vacant expression and minor drooling, not for sale under to, uh, to under 16s. Um, so it's basically like television. I kind of like that. I would like it too, but it's basically like. But for class. You said what? I said I like that they won't sell it to like under sixteen. Like right. y'all need to learn. Like magic. pass your OWLs first. Your like <laughs> the yeah. very least, then, let's do. Let's get through your career advice. Let's do that, and then we can talk. Um, but then also, yeah, I mean, it's basically like like you watch thirty minutes of a television show, but no one knows what you're doing. So it's like being on Twitter in class. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, who's in our so chat now, says scrolling. that's not TV, that's acid. Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is, it is. Though. It absolutely Take is. Take a ride. Uh, what is, like, LSD, Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds? <laughs> just, you know. Just go all know. in. Hermione says, that really is an extraordinary, ma- that really is extraordinary magic. For that, Hermione said a voice behind them, you can have one for free. Um, and it's Fred wearing a set of magenta robes that clashed magnificently with his flaming hair. They taken lessons from Dumbledore. Well, they said, if we go in fashion. Mm-hmm. That was the class they passed. If we go they, only here, three we o- they only got three OWLs um, a piece. One of those OWLs was in fashion, taught by Albus Dumbledore. Taught by Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> How to put together exactly. a Exactly. Exactly. So Fred asks Hermione what happened to her eye, and she tells him about the punching telescope, and he says, oh, blimey, I forgot about those. Here. And he pulls out a tub. um, He pulls a tub out of his pocket and hands it to her. Um, She unscrewed it gingerly to reveal a thick yellow paste. Just dab it on, and the bruise will be gone within an hour. Um, We had to find a decent bruise remover. We were testing most of the products on ourselves. It is safe, isn't it? Hermione asked. Of course it is, said Fred. Come on, Harry, I'll give you the tour. Um, really quickly, I don't know why this particular passage makes always reminds me of it, but it does. It didn't happen, but at one point, uh, J.K. Rowling was gonna put was gonna put Fred and Hermione together. Oh, that would have been great. That would have made so much more sense. You know why? Because it's like she really appreciates and respects their ingenuity and their like abilities like she even even when she was a prefect and having to like come down on them she still really did like respect their magic and then once they grow up and they've gone through some things and she realizes that she needs to lighten up because like life ain't promised and she's you know already had her like hard fought battles and she's just ready for someone that makes her laugh and Ron does that yes but this is someone who makes her laugh who she can also respect and I think there's also something to be said about like different forms of um yeah and like I think and I think that, and it's funny because I remember reading like the thing about Fred and Hermione and not really shipping them but as you were talking I was like I I I get it. Right, because that's the thing. It's like, even though they don't act it out in the same way, like, um, Fred and George are very good at wizards. And they 
care about the quality. You know what I mean? Like they're testing stuff out on themselves and stuff, but they're always practicing. They like are, you know, even when they like get their apparition, like they're, you know, annoying the hell out of people, but they're operating, they're practicing it. They want to be great at it. Ron is lazy. Like he doesn't have intellectual curiosity at all. And like, yes, they don't put that much stock into like newts or OWL scores or, you know, like a kind of more traditional way of being studious and smart, like Hermione does. But that doesn't mean that they're not intellectually curious. And I think that, like, that's the stuff that always attracts you to people. Like, whenever it's, like, you know, you, like, have those, like, dating apps or whatever, and people are like, do you have to, like, must have a college degree? And I'm like, they don't have to have a college degree. They just can't be dumb dumb and okay with being dumb. Like, the only thing worse than a dumb person is a dumb person who is okay being dumb. Yeah. Oh, I ship it. <laughs> I never heard that before. <laughs> um, whoops, lost. Okay. So, um, so, Fred takes Harry on the tour. They see, they also have muggle magic tricks for freaks like uh, Mr. Weasley, um, who love muggle stuff. For- it's not a big, for he, says, he says, for freaks like dad. <laughs> Um, he says it's not a big earner but we do fairly steady business they're great novelties so I think it's kind of cool though that they do like take stuff that like they know so they know their dad is like super into muggle magic tricks like and it's you know it's all fake magic but they're like my dad likes this thing even the trick wands even the trick wands aren't really magic like we get we have trick wands in the magic in the muggle world so I'm sure they're just like you know there gotta be more people like our pop so let's give him something like I think that's really cool I love to the the like like and we'll see again when they're talking about like their defense against the dark arts line of stuff like how they're taking things from their everyday life and being like yeah like our dad loves muggle stuff there's got to be like a small audience for that he he can't be the only one mm-hmm. and it's easy it's not that hard to do you know I mean? probably just go on Amazon and like order it to the nearest Muggle town and ship it in it's fine but like. Um, and then just like taking things from their everyday life and then like making it useful. Right. Which is smart. And then they run into George who, uh, joins them on the tour, um, before, right after he tells off a kid for trying to, uh, pick, uh, for trying to shoplift, um, an edible dark mark that'll make anyone sick. They're like, we're, they're leaning into it, man. Yeah, They are. We, and then they go into the back, um, They and Fred and George tell them that they've developed a more serious line. You wouldn't believe how many people, even people who work at the ministry, who can't do a decent shield charm. I can, because <laughs> the ministry... Yeah. It's trash. They're the worst, and they are incompetent. They're the biggest employer of um, wizards. So their standards are really low. They just take almost anybody. Right. Because it's really the only job you can have. Yep. Yeah. It's just... It's a pretty cute... It's a cute way of, like, social welfare. Mm -hmm. Let's pretend you have a a job. Right. (laughs) And then... So yeah, so they um, created shield hats, which would, as a joke, you know, challenge your mate to to jinx you while wearing it and watch his face when the jinx bounces off. But the ministry bought 500 for all its support staff. 
um, and they're still getting massive orders. So they expanded to shield cloaks and shield gloves. And they're not good for things like unforgivable curses, but they'll help with minor to moderate hexes or jinxes. Um, And then they decided to expand into a whole area of defense against the dark arts. Um, So they got instant darkness powder imported from Peru, um, which you can use if you want a quick escape. It's like a smoke bomb. It's like, we have boom, those. And like, poof, and then you run away. Magic ain't nothing. They have those in Naruto. That you can't get at Spencer's. <laughs> I am. Um, and then a, not a decoy detonator, um, which are just walking off the shelves, literally. They're weird-looking black horn-type objects. You drop one surreptitiously, and they it'll run off and make a, li- a nice loud noise out of sight, giving you a diversion if you need one. That was one of the things I was really excited about in Dusty Hollows that we get to see. But I was also like me- like a little mad that they didn't explain that it was a Weasley Wizard Weaves' product. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, that's what they would look like. Yes. Right. <laughs> Ariana said they got that government contract. They're making banks. Lockheed and Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So then George gives Harry a couple of decoy detonators. One of their employees comes in because someone's looking for a joke cauldron. So George... Okay, so here's my question. Uh So her name is Verity. What's the name of the person that's um, Percy marries? Who Percy marries? Yeah, I'm going into the wiki right now. It's not Verity. Before we started. It's not? I don't think so. I feel like it was some like... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he married a woman named Audrey. Yeah, I was going to say, it's real, like... Muggle. Maybe he did marry Muggle. Percy? Eh. I don't really think Percy is that much into, like, blood purity. I don't think he's that much into blood purity, but I do think he's... But I'm just thinking about it. And are there any of the Weasley kids who married Muggles? I mean, Ron married a Muggle-born, so that's close. That counts, I think. But, like, Muggles are Muggle-born. I think it's just Ron. Yeah. Okay, my headcanon is that Audrey's a muggle now, so. Just because I feel like the Weasley should... Ooh, Harry Potter gave Verity a love potion in Lego Harry Potter years 5 through 7. Oh, my. She has white hair and white clothes and is seen on the staircase trapped by fanged frisbees, possibly fanged flyers. And someone actually portrayed her in the film. They don't know who. (laughs) She is seen very briefly during the, the film adaptation moving boxes with joke products upstairs. Cool. I could have sworn she married a, a Weasley. Oh, wow. Nope. Oh, so George tells Harry that he can take whatever he wants, no charge. And uh, Harry's like, I can't do that. And they're like, you don't pay here because you gave us our startup loan. So you get Weasley's Wizard Wheezes for free for life. Which is a good deal. They know what it. Look at them looking out for who got them when they get that didn't make any yeah. sense. Who got him? No, but I knew what you were saying. They all knew. Everybody knew. Y'all knew. <laughs> y'all knew what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, so then um, they go back out to the front and they see Hermione and Ginny still uh, looking at the daydream charms. Um, and then Fred shows them to the Wonder Witch products. Uh, near the window That's is an it. array of violently pink products around which a cluster of excited girls were giggling enthusiastically. Hermione and Jenny both hung back, looking wary. 
Yes. There you go. Best range of love potions you'll find anywhere. I just... So can we take this time to talk yeah. about love potions or should we... I wait? think we should start part one. Because it'll okay. come up again. But I one, my first thing is... I, shouldn't these be regulated? Like... You know? Yes. They definitely should. Um, like, it should be, like, the undetectable extension charms, or, like, the there's just certain things where you just shouldn't... Or there should be, so, you know, there's, like, like, you know, it's, like, I'm thinking about alcohol for some reason, but, like, HCF, there's, like, wine and beer, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're, they have a lower alcohol content, they're not considered, you know, they're, they're treated differently than, like, whiskey and spirits or whatever, so it's kind of how I've been thinking about butterbeer, because Winky gets drunk off of butterbeer, so it must have some alcohol in it. Not enough to do anything for the kids, right. though, you know? And I feel like there could be love potions that have something, but not, like, they would, to be sold in stores or whatever, they need to be diluted, or I don't know. But I just feel very uncomfortable selling love potions to anyone. Yeah. It just seems like a bad They're idea. Not safe. Yeah. So there's a, a organization called Uplift and they have, so they go to like the mischief management events and stuff and um, they have a, 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 a ribbon, that's the word, that says love is not a potion. And it's like, it's a really, it's a big thing about consent, mm-hmm. you know? Like when you're giving someone a potion, like... Or, yeah, love, not potions. Like, when you're giving someone a potion, you're taking away their ability to consent. And to, like, be selling this at um, at a store where everyone's going to without, like, thinking about, like, oh, and saying things like it depends on, it'll work for, you know, depending on how big the person is or their weight or whatever. Well, it's, like, it's the weight of the boy and the attractiveness of, of the girl, which is, like, really... Which is also It's crappy. crappy and also, like subjective i mean weight right. isn't subjective but attractiveness is and i guess weight would make sense because it, it it's more like a it's a scale thing probably so it's like if the, somebody's like a certain mm-hmm. weighs a certain amount they have to take like a certain amount of the potion for it to work for the like whatever amount of time so i think weight makes yeah. sense because i think that also like like that makes sense but also just you shouldn't be using it at all i also think that like yeah i don't know it's just it's just weird that that it's not regulated and also this book um like love potions come like we're going to be talking about this a lot for the next couple months because it comes up more than once both in like i mean granted like being like non-consent is always serious but i mean in terms of like like tone of the situation like in serious moments and in like more lighter moments yeah so it's just it's just gross yeah um ariana says they should always be illegal i'm kind of on that side of it too I just feel like even in I'm thinking about the lighter moments um when spoiler heavy podcast when Ron has slipped a potion and it's played off kind of funny mm-hmm. it gets serious yeah you know what I mean like it it's not something that you want it's a dangerous thing you don't want you don't want that to happen like or to be unchecked Voldemort's entire being is based off of a love potion and not understanding the like his own origin story. Like the reason why we're here is because of love potions. So let's, you know, let's just yeah. not. 
Let's not. Yeah, let's not. Sorry, my eye itches. Because I still have allergies, and I have eczema around my eyes a month later after being in freaking Baltimore. And you're going to New York, so... New York will probably be okay. Uh, I don't know. No, I think it might have just been Baltimore, because I've been in New York at this time two years in a row and haven't had this issue. Okay. But Baltimore does not care about my Zyrtec. I'm very upset no, about it. I told your Zyrtec to shove it up its ass. You said what? It said, you can shove that Zyrtec it up did. your ass. It did say that. Because I got back, and the Zyrtec started working again. So it's demon yeah. pollen might just need to, in freaking Maryland. You might need to just pack some, car- some Claritin. No, Claritin doesn't work for me at all. Other. Well, maybe it does in Baltimore. Well, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Just the pollen is, is of the devil. Is what it is. <laughs> Anyways... We're in, um, so then George, so we go from like just love potions in general, just as a concept being problematic to Fred and George saying, we're not selling them to our sister. Not when she's already got about five boys on the go from what we've, whatever you've heard from Ron is a big fat Ugh. lie, said Jenny. Um, and then she, and she tries to change the subject because she's like, we're not talking about this because like, nah. Ain't none of your business. You ain't got the facts straight. I didn't ask your opinion. Yeah. Don't you got better things to do? Shouldn't you be running this business? Instead of being all up in my business, shouldn't you be all up in your own business? Yeah. But so she, yeah, she tries to change the subject. Um, and then he, she asks, is a, they have a 10 second pimple vanisher, which I just feel like is the thing that we all need. And y'all should just, you know, Delve into the muggle market. You can call it something else. No one has to know it's magic. Not at all. And, you know. I think it's a plan. That seems like a solid plan. Because I, I don't get pimples very often, but when I I'm get I'm just them, like, why? They are. They, but the ones that I get are rude. I got one on my and, lip, like, like, la- uh, like, maybe like three months or three weeks ago, and it got ginormous. And it's not there anymore, thank they God. Be trying, I'm like, I'm going to start charging you rent. This is not <laughs> like oceanfront property. Why are you spreading? And then it's like the gentrification of my mm-hmm, whole face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how did this happen? And then I leave them alone. But then I don't know if you're supposed to leave. I don't really know because I don't get into it. It's like you're enough. supposed to leave them alone. But then they're so big alone. that you can't. So then you keep touching them. And then you like. And then I end up, I end up with a, like a mark mm-hmm. anyway. Like I'm del- like I'm not already a black girl with freckles and chicken pox scars. Like my like is my lot in life not bad enough? Just saying, Weasleys, get on it. Help us, help us out. Just slide into that market. No one has to know. I won't tell anyone. Yeah. Your secret yeah. takes me. Okay, he says it's excellent from everything from boils to blackheads, and then says, but don't change the subject. Are you or are you not currently going out with a boy called Dean Thomas? Yes, I am, said Jenny. And last I looked, he was definitely one boy, not five. Um, what are those? And she points to a number of round balls of fluff in shades of pink and purple. Pygmy puffs, said uh, George. Miniature puff schemes. We, uh, we can't breed them fast enough. So he can't get them fast enough to become, like, full-grown puff schemes. Also, fun fact slash reminder from Order of the Phoenix. Puff schemes are pets that wizards keep around so that they can eat your boogers when you sleep. <laughs> so gross. So I bought 
I bought Ami a Pygmy yeah. Puff. Or did I buy her a Puff? No, you bought her a Pygmy Puff. I bought her a small one. I bought her a Pygmy Puff. And then I told her that they eat her boogers, and she liked it even more. She's a weird kid, and that's why I love yeah. her. She's very weird. Pygmy Puffs are... Or just Puff skeins are strange. Strange, strange. But, you know, like, then you, you know, it's like, you don't have to blow your nose. I don't know. If you have, like, a cold, if you have allergies, perhaps, and you're trying to go to sleep. Yeah, the fact, though, that they, that wizards like to keep them around, like. I think they're probably also just. just, I think it's also because they're cute, but, like. Yeah. But, yeah. Like. The the twins just invented ballpoint pens, basically, <laughs> and, and now they're like, like you could just invent something called a tissue, a handkerchief, you know? blow your own. Or you nose. could breed an animal that eats your boogers. I guess, as long as you make it yeah. cute, which is more fun. Carry on pocket size. Yeah. Um, and then here is my issue with the pygmy puffs. Um, Jenny asked her mom if she can have one. Why? So I can take care of it because Pygmy Puffs are not on the allowed pets list at Except all. She gets to bring it. Just because <laughs> she's you a Weasley. Are a Weasley so. And you bring in rats and Pygmy Puffs. <laughs> it said toads, owls, cats. That is. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Rats and Pygmy Puffs. <laughs> the hell kind of. Special treatment is this? <laughs> They've been there for twenty years. They got twenty years in the game. They can be whatever kind of pets they want. <laughs> twenty years consecutive. Right. Like at that point, just gotta let them do what they want to do. Mm-mm. They ain't got time to be regulating Weasleys. <laughs> <laughs> Stop one of them. The next one here right. comes. Next one like, come just along. Let them, You're just tired. Let them, unless they do something egregious, <laughs> let them like live. let them do their thing just over there. Especially once Fred and George and Ron come around, it's like I don't have the time to be keeping up with y'all. No, I really do wonder what like Bill and Charlie were like, because then when Percy comes, well, Bill's like cool, right? Yeah. He's not caught. Like I'm sure he got into a little bit of trouble, but he's not causing like you know whatever. Charlie's interesting. He hangs out with Hagrid. He's a little weird, but I also don't feel like he's like wreaking havoc. Then Percy comes and the. And the faculty is like, okay, Weasleys aren't that bad. It's fine. You know, there's a, there's a few of them. This kid's kind of a brown noser, but, like, they get their things done. They ain't bothering One's nobody. a head boy. One, one becomes head boy. One becomes a Quidditch captain. Quidditch captain. Like, they're, like, they're fine. It's cool. Yeah. Totally fine. Then them twins come. And they, like, I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> Bamboozled. <laughs> let it stray. <laughs> What the hell is going on here? Demons. Yeah. And then Ron comes through like, I'm best friends with Harry Potter. And we don't care about and your rules. Like, oh. We don't care about your rules. Oh, fuck it. And then Jenny gets possessed by rules? Voldemort and opens the Chamber of Secrets her first year. <laughs> first, first year. year and they're the like, gate. no more. And then Arthur and Molly get a letter. Hi, have you heard about <laughs> We're done. No more Weasleys. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> Unless one of you wants to step up and become our next Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. We can't have no more Weasleys in this school. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, George says, so what about Michael Corner? I dumped him. He was a bad loser. They're really cute, said Jenny. They're fairly cuddly, yes, conceded Fred. But you're moving through boyfriends a bit fast, aren't you? First of all, if you don't go, mind your business. And we already talked about that she dated Michael Corner for like a year. And then she broke up with him. And And then then maybe, you know, it was at least a month or so before she started dating Dean. Right. Because there was a lot of time between Gryffindor winning the the Quidditch Cup and the, the end of the school year. So, like, not really. Yeah. Just because they ain't got no game. Right. I mean, Fred and George got some game, but just because they are focused on their business and stuff. Yeah. Ron, on the other hand, does not have game. Ron has no game and is therefore telling George, Fred and George Mm -hmm. falsehoods. Um, uh, So Jenny said, it's none of your business. And I'll thank you, she added angrily to Ron, who had just appeared at George's elbow, not to tell tells about me to these two. Um, And then she leaves. Um, and then Fred looks at the stuff in Ron's arms and says, that's three galleons, nine sickles, and a nut. Cough up. I'm your brother. And that's our stuff you're nicking. Three galleons, nine sickles. I'll knock off the nut. But I haven't got three galleons, nine sickles. Then you better put it back. And mind you put it all in the right shelves. That's shady, but also like, yeah, you can't just go up in there thinking you got free reign. You didn't, uh, invest. Man, that gives me, I'm triggered. You know, my brother wasn't going to pay for my, my food oh, the other Lord. day. What is the point of you even? I sent him two requests on the cash app. I sent him a $5 request for being a good sister and a $10 request for being the best thing that's ever happened in his life. And he declined both of them. I'm, I, uh, I wonder why. I don't know because those were valid requests with obvious answers. And one could say I undercharged him. Gave him, you know, a discount. What is the point of older siblings if not to lavish you and spoil you and keep you in the lifestyle to which you have become accustomed? You're older siblings, not parents. I didn't bring you into this world. I got no responsibility toward that. For what? Because we're cute. Says who? Keep you young everyone who was everyone i never met everyone when you find him just let him let me know we keep you up to date with all the current trends you keep brandon up to date with the current trends you you should see brandon would not have watched any marvel if not for me that's one thing now he rolling around that's one thing coachella grizzly bear uh phoenix the xx he's welcome okay okay florence and the machine he's mm-hmm. welcome i did mm-hmm. that i gave him that he picked me up from the airport all he was doing was listening to the xx he's welcome give me my 15 dollars. Oh my cannot relate i wish my siblings would why, just request money for me for no reason like, unless you strand, like, I give them money, but usually it's like they're stranded and I'm going to get reimbursed later. Like, it's not, it's not a here, just some free $15 for being, for being your sibling. That I have to pay no. back. He gives me loans that I have to pay back. But like, more and more, increasingly, like, my amount of freebies has been going down and I just don't appreciate it. I don't understand what's happening. We don't have to take that up with Jesus. 
don't know what to tell you about that. Well, I don't know what to tell you because I already told Aminata that the beauty of being a younger sister is getting stuff. Yeah, she gets lots of stuff, but she better not send me no cash app requests for some nothing for no reason. Hell no. Nah. That's when she gets older. I know. And still, it's a no for me. We're no longer living in the same place and the free stuff doesn't just come as easily. Like, he should have just bought me a coffee, you know? Five dollars. That's him giving me, buying me a coffee. Can't relate. Apparently, neither can Lauren, because she's in the chat talking about speaking as an oldest child. Nah. You guys don't know how good you have it. We keep you young. You're welcome. Pay you what you owe us. Yeah, that's going to be a no. She's not going to do that. Weird. I mean, you know, you just gotta talk to somebody else about that. I ain't got nothing for you. Rude. Uh, he used to like, I would forget my lunch at school and he would have to like drive to school and like buy me lunch. And sometimes he would just do it. And now he doesn't have to do that as much, right? We don't live in the same place. You're not in school. I'm not at, I'm not stranded at school anymore. So every once in a while he can like shoot me $5. Well, I'm team Brandon on this, so. Well, that's rude. You're always supposed to be on my mm, side. Not necessarily. Know. Also, Brandon was like, Brandon was like, if I didn't know better and I just met you, who would I think was older? You or Bayana? And I was like, well, in the face, <laughs> me. Somebody's, Everything I else went to get Bayana. my nails done a couple days ago and <laughs> the lady who was doing my nails thought I was 14 years old. And I was like, <laughs> How? Like I know, like I have a young face. I know that, but fourteen, I was like, yeah. that is well. I gotta get back on my regimen because like, hmm. I'm not. I just look tired. I mean, I don't want to look fourteen, but I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I Cheers. mean, right now you don't, but did you see the on Twitter? And then we gotta yeah. get back to it because I'm missing that double tangent. Yeah, but on Twitter, there's like some British racist who's like forty mm. and looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Katie Hopkins mm-hmm. or whatever. So, I mean, take that 14 face because then when you turn 40, you're going to be popping. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you've seen my parents. I, I know my future. I, I even, know. I don't need the inner eye to see capital S to see like Trelawney. I already know <laughs> what I'm going to look like. Right. And that's cool. Well, I just know that my future self goes to the gym every day, so I should probably start that <laughs> soon. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna look worse. <laughs> I told Brandon that too. He looks just like my dad, and I, I was like, "Well, Dad's smaller. Dad's skinnier than you are. <laughs> He's in better shape." Oh my gosh. Not okay, true. let's move on. So um, moving on. <laughs> Ron gets upset. He drops several boxes, swears, and makes a rude hand gesture at Fred, um, which was seen by Mrs. Weasley, who says that if she sees him do it again, she'll jinx his fingers together. Which I feel like I would like to be a witch. So that I could use that as, you know, be like, discipline. And you have to walk around like this for at least a day. With your hands stuck together. That It's like, it's like the, I will wash your mouth out mm-hmm. with soap type of thing. It's like, yeah, okay. But then you will be more annoyed by that than I, like, than the, than the lesson that I learn. Because then I'm stuck here being like, mommy... 
I need you to get this. I'm thirsty, mommy. Not at 16. You better figure it out. <laughs> I can't. It's like me with Aminata. Why does Luna eat like that? Because she ain't got no thumbs. Do you know how vital thumbs oh are? Is that why she's been eating life? out of her bowl like that? Every once in a while, oh, I look God. over at her and she just has her face in her bowl, and I'm just like. <laughs> looking at her like why <laughs> I'm like you're making a mess time apart. <laughs> her and Luna I'm might like, need what are you doing <laughs> I, saw, I saw her do that like two days ago with some rice and green beans I was like who are you please eat like a per- you got a spoon right there like eat like a person just come on fam. Sorry. okay anyway moving on for real Jenny asks Mrs. Weasley if she can have a pygmy puff and they go to look and then Fred, or sorry, not Fred, Harry, Ron, and Hermione see, they get an unimpeded view of the window, uh, and they see Draco hurrying up the street alone. Um, and Ugh. Harry decides that it's the time to follow him. So he pulls out his invisibility Ugh. cloak. And you know, remember Dumbledore said, hey Harry, keep your invisibility cloak with you at all times so that you can be safe. Harry heard that as, hey Harry, keep your invisibility cloak at all times. By the way, this is a uh, this is a um, free pass to do whatever you want, <laughs> whenever you want, all up in because you business. have the invisibility cloak. And that's not what Dumbledore said. Keep your invisibility cloak on at all times so you can harass Draco Malfoy and put yourself in unnecessary, un- unnecessary yep. danger. Is what Harry that's what he heard. He's like, so when you say safe, what you mean not is mind my business. be yep. reckless. Not mind my business and go skulking around Nocturne yeah. Alley because I'm super popular yeah. there. That's what you Got mean. it. Read between yeah. the lines, you know? See underneath the underneath. Outstanding. So he says, get under get under here. And Hermione's like, I don't know. And then Ron's like, come on. Because he's always down to have shit against goddamn oh. Weasley's man. Get Hermione and Fred together, 1997. <laughs> it's so funny because it would have come out of nowhere just like every other situation. So it probably wouldn't have been a good one. Um, we would have been sitting here at this point like, Fred and Hermione like each other? Since when? <laughs> well, I know. I was going to, I was about to say, well, she would have put in, sprinkled no. in some seeds of whatever. Then I thought about Harry and Ginny and I was like, no. Harry and Ginny, Remus and Tonks. <laughs> I'll even yep. put Blair, Bill and Flora in there, low key. Yep. So, even James and Lily Potter. We don't talk about this enough. <laughs> she didn't give them enough time. No, they just, Anyways. They just see it for each other all of a sudden. <clears throat> so they go and follow him and realize that he's going to Nocturne Alley. And then they go and see that he went into Borgen and Burks. Um, they see Draco Malfoy standing with his back to them, just visible beyond the very same large black cabinet in which Harry had once hidden to avoid Malfoy and his father. Large black cabinet. Mark that. Check it. Aha! Keep it in your brain. If only we could hear what they're saying, said Hermione. We can, said Ron. Hang on, because he had shoplifted from his own brother's store. He really yeah. did. He did. So he has extendable ears that he did not buy. He did and not pay for He it. just snuck out. With his brother's stuff. And then open the Sometimes box. Like they way. weren't going to notice that he's returning used extendable ears. Used goods. Yep. It, you can't return extendable ears because you got to put in that your other ear. part in your mm-hmm. own ear. Mm-hmm. Nah. All sales mm-hmm. are final. Even though it wasn't really a sale. 
<laughs> so um, they use the extendable ears and they hear Malfoy um, ask Borgen if he knows how to fix it. We don't know what, but we do know it's a vanishing cabinet because this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Borgen says, possibly, I'll need to see it, though. Why don't you bring it to the shop? I can't, said Malfoy. It's got to stay put. I just need you to tell me how to do it. Um, without seeing it, I must say it will be a very difficult job, perhaps impossible. I couldn't guarantee anything. No, said Malfoy. Perhaps this will make you more confident. Um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione don't see what Malfoy shows, shows Borgen, um, but just sees just mark. sees that it makes him look frightened. So yeah, like Robin said, it's the dark mark. Um, tell anyone and there will be retribution. You know Finwear Greyback? He's a family friend. He'll be dropping in from time to time to make sure you're you're giving the problem your full attention. Um, for I don't think is this the first time Finwear has um been mentioned. Been mentioned. I don't think so, but I can't remember when he would yeah. have been. So I feel like maybe. it might be. Um, so Finwear Greyback as most of us know, is a werewolf who is Death Eater adjacent. Um, Voldemort wouldn't want, didn't make him a Death Eater. Um, I think it's mostly because he's a werewolf. But he's like, he's essentially a Death Eater, but like, he doesn't get the title and he doesn't have a dark mark. But also, he's the one who bit Remus. Yeah. I was about to say, he's the reason why Remus yeah, can't have nice basically. Things. So nope, we don't like He's him. the worst. He also maybe possibly killed yes, Lavender Brown. That too. There will be no need for I'll decide that, said Malfoy. Uh, I better be off, and don't forget to keep that one safe. I'll need it. Perhaps you'd like to take it now? No, of course I wouldn't, you stupid little man. How would I look carrying it down the street? Just don't sell it. Of course not, sir. Not a word to anyone, Borgen, and that includes my mother. Understand? Naturally, naturally, murmured Borgen, bowing again, and then Malfoy leaves. They, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are trying to figure out what it is, um... But then Hermione decides that she's going to take matters into her own hands, ducks out from under the cloak, and goes into Morgan and Burks. Because um, she's a goddamn Gryffindor, and, you know, we can't forget that. She goes in and says, hello, horrible morning, isn't it? Um, and then she goes around, like, asking, like, oh, is this for sale? Is anyone, like... Is this being kept for anyone? Um, and then she says, the thing is, that boy who was in here just now, Draco Malfoy, well, he's a friend of mine, and I wanted to give him a birthday present, but if he's already reserved anything, I obviously don't want to get him the same thing, so Harry thought it was a pretty lame story, and so did Borgen. Out, he said sharply. <laughs> get out. Um, Hermione did not wait to be asked twice. She hurries uh, to the door with Borgen at her heels. Um Ah, well, worth a try, but you were a bit obvious. Well, maybe next time you show me how it's done, Master of Mystery, uh, she snaps. And then Ron and Hermione Baker all the way to back to Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, where they were first forced. Because that's yep. how they flirt. That's they their just, foreplay. No, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard it too. I heard it afterwards. I was like, that's not... Oh. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> no one asked for that. Um, that's what... No. So, um, so yeah, and then they had to stop because they had to sneak back into the shop. Once they were inside, Harry whipped off the invisibility cloak, hid it in his bag, and joined in with the other two when they insisted in answer to Mrs. Weasley's accusations that they had been in the back room all along, um, and that she could, she could not have looked properly. So. But also, like, if she called your name, you didn't answer. Just they just, for yeah, children. it was a dumb, it was a dumb, um, idea, but they did it anyway, and 
just going to continue to get worse. And they didn't receive proper consequences, nope. so they're going to keep, keep on doing, doing it. it. Um, who's your MVP? My MVP is Fred and George, mm-hmm. the twins. I want to applaud their industrious nature, their loyalty to Harry, their sense of like, yes, they, they like to play like they're too cool for school and whatever. Um, and they're saying like, oh yeah, this is a moneymaker, but they are also very interested in keeping people safe. Um, Otherwise, you know, it would also be a moneymaker to, like, sell defensive things to Death Eaters, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But they're not doing that. Um, And also just, like, keeping their humor in a bad situation. Everything about the twins means that they're going to be. I also said Fred and George. Yeah, everything you said, basically. I, like, (laughs) got annoyed. Obviously, them talking to Jenny was a problem, but, like, a lot of that was also Ron and also, like, as as a whole in terms of the chapter, I think that they win. Yeah, I agree. So Lauren oh, makes Harry the MVP for kickstarting the shop. Muggle, <clears throat> Muggle. Maggie makes Fred and George MVP for their creativity and entrepreneurial spirit with anti-Death Eater products. And Amani also says the twins for being entrepreneurial oh bros. And thriving while offering people the legitimate protection their ministry can't, despite Molly hating, despite Molly's hating and elite, and elitism. And Portia MVPs the twins for being brilliant in the face of adversity. What? So we basically got almost a consistent, pretty consistent, yeah, consensus, consensus. Who did you bench? Right. Draco, motherfucking Malfoy, and <sighs> his mama. Just. Your family has been torn asunder. Because your husband is in Azkaban. You were not popping. No. Like, your star has gone out. We know who you are. And you just just shut up. Loud and wrong and racist. Yep. Shut yep. up. <clears throat> um, I've been Straco as well. Because, like, how you just all come out the gate with my blood? Like, you ain't seen them in months. And you in just... months. Like, why don't you just be like... Just look and be like, wow, that's crazy. They shop here too. And then mind your business. And then also, but also maybe don't be a Death Eater he comes, as well. Maybe don't be a Death Eater. And then, like, I don't really care that much about Borgen. Like, he can choke. I don't know if he's a Death Eater, but he's definitely not, you know, not an anti-Death Eater. <laughs> but, like, you just coming out threatening werewolves on him. Like, he ain't even said nothing. Calm down. Yeah. I know he's a scared little boy, but he's also, like, <clears throat> tripping. And he needs to sit. So, Lauren benches Ron for shoplifting. <laughs> That's valid. And Maggie benches the ministry for not banning love also potions, valid. which is valid. Amadi benches Draco for being Draco. Portia benches... Narcissa for enabling supremacy under her own roof and Madam Malkin for letting things slide and not picking mm-hmm. a side. Which is true. Like, if you, if someone out the gate is like mud blood, I'd be like, uh-uh. Take these off. Nah, y'all gonna have to go right. somewhere else. We don't serve your kind here. Mm-hmm. So. But she didn't do that. She was trying to make bank. She was like, I'm about to, like, I need to 
collect as much coin as possible because I'm about to go underground. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a that's a strategy. Thank you for listening. Next week we will be discussing chapter seven of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, the Slug Club. Make sure to read and follow along and oh, let you wow. know who you think is the real MVP Already. and who is bench for the chapter. We're gonna meet our Slytherin Bay next book. Next chapter. Next week. Hey. <laughs> Too bad all the Slytherin are terrible in these books, but he's still Slytherin Bay. And lots of head cannons, so So many, so many head, head cannons. He's actually kind of the star of um, Hogwarts BSU. Yeah. Like, we have more we're gonna, pieces. We're going to figure out some stuff, but Blaze is, yeah. yeah. Anyways, join <laughs> the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, check out our stuff at BlackGirlsCreate.org. Take, Take our, our survey. survey. Please. Thanks. Y'all ain't real if you don't take <laughs> oh our survey. Um, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you.